yourself at home, do your do. Welcome to my pad, this your lab, go create your move. I got a crib by the water, say me casa, su casa, it feels like casa blanca, shawty you my little mama, I got a crib What's good, everybody? It's 99 Miles Per Hour with Percy Garner, and today we have a guest returning, and I'm excited to get into it, but before I gotta send you guys some reminders, remember, we have the Pitching Discord. Uh, the link will be down in the description. We also have uh, my merch website. Please go up there. That's how I do my scholarship fund. Let's help these students get some money for their school. You know, it's expensive these days. If you want, if you want to figure out how to go there, it's easy. PercyGarner.com. That's Percy with an I, not a Y. Thank you very much. Okay. And uh, we got some new sponsors coming up. But before we get into that, we're going to, you know, we're going to have to sign some papers and dot some I's and cross some T's. So we'll get, to, uh, we'll get to that. But, yeah, we have no sponsor right now. So if you want to sponsor this podcast, reach out to us. Link is in the description, I think. <clears throat> All right. So as you can see, we're in a new studio. Uh, very excited. Uh, there might be an echo. Bear with us. Uh, but uh, I guess, you know. We kind of had a successful podcast <laughs> with this guest. So we're like, hey, might as well bring him back. And uh, so that's what we did. And uh, we're going to talk some golf. Where There's some unfinished business from the last episode we had. Uh, but we're going to get into that. We didn't get to talk about US Open, none of that. Uh, but we got some stuff we're going to talk about first before we get to all the juicy stuff. Uh, and then we may be getting some tips from from thy guest here soon. So <laughs> without further ado, let's just get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, Tyler Light. Thank you. <laughs> clap, 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 clap. We Thanks, need, Percy. We need to clap track, Josh. No. <laughs> um, but no, I'm uh I'm just excited to have you back. Obviously. Yeah, same. Obviously, there was a lot of people making comments saying, hey, we got good chemistry. So I was like, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> It's that obvious. <laughs> <laughs> and no, you're obviously you're a joy to be around, and uh, so I was like, let's let's have let's have Tyler. Well, back. I appreciate and, uh, it. Thanks. You know, hopefully, the more episodes I have him back, the more he'll teach me how to golf. So uh, here we go. <laughs> but but no, but you know, obviously, I want to get into. I hate the amount of times I say obviously, but obviously, I want to get into. Totally fine. Uh, you know, U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. You got some great stories about that that I want to sh- I want to share on my platform to my audience. I know it's been shared before, but and then we want to get in. You know, comparisons, and maybe some misconceptions of being a pro golfer and comparing different tours and all that stuff. Yeah, all the cool stuff that we talked about on our thirty minute turned into three hour meeting. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch to dinner meeting. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and then we'll tease a plan we have, but we can't take credit. We'll give credit where it's due, and you yeah. can talk about that in a second. But first, let's talk about something that just happened. Mm. And I will say, I didn't watch much of it. I just watched all the juicy stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and that is the Ryder Cup. Mm-hmm. You know, there was some controversy, some tempers flaring, and then also some celebrations. Yeah. Uh, not, not on the American side. So. A little, little emotional, <laughs> which it, it happens. It happens to the best of us. I will say, I didn't know this was a thing until like a couple weeks ago. So I've been making a point, you know, not walking in people's putting line. I didn't realize that was a Oh, thing. purse. I know. You played too much golf. Yeah, but when you're in scrambles and when you don't play with good people. That's true. They don't really. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> 
And uh, but then you know I was playing with Matt Liddy. He's not really that good, but yeah, he thinks he is. He looks good. <laughs> he does. I'll give him he that. Looks good. <laughs> Just mess with Matt, uh, but seriously, <laughs> but seriously, <laughs> um, you know. And he made a comment like, "Man, you gonna walk?" He's being silly, but yeah, he's like, yeah, you gonna yeah. walk in my line? I was like, yeah. "Oh my!" I didn't even think about it. I was just going to get my ball out the way because. Oh, you know, uh-huh. I didn't want to disrupt his ball. Of course he says that. Yes. <laughs> He's like, you going to walk in my line? Yeah. So, and the funny thing is, you know, uh, you know, Rory and I think it was 18th hole. And, mm-hmm. You know, the caddy. Yeah. LaCava. Yeah. Joe LaCava. Joe LaCava. Yeah. You know, he was, uh, he had other ideas. Well, did you see why he got, they had took their hats off and they're waving yeah, yeah, around? Yeah, I didn't know what that was for. So Patrick Cantley refused to wear a hat and they're, there was controversy of whether or not why he was wearing it. And rumor was um, he was getting paid or something like that to not wear it. Mm. They asked him about it afterwards. And Patrick Canley said, listen, I, I, it just doesn't fit. I got a big head. It doesn't fit. <laughs> Simple <laughs> so, answer. So I don't know. But so afterwards, after Patrick Canley made the putt, everyone on their team took the hat off and was doing uh, all this. And that's when Rory and I think it was Shane Lowry yelled at Joe LaCava. And Joe's like, we're losing by a billion. Like, let us celebrate. <laughs> that is true. That it is, is true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Now I understand. The, the scene has been set. Uh huh. Because uh-huh. I was wondering, you know, I know about the curtain call in baseball, but I was just Ooh, like, yeah. is there, <laughs> is this what losers do? Like, hey. <laughs> Look, tip yeah. the cap. These guys are really good. We lost. Uh huh. So uh-huh. I didn't know that's what, I didn't know if that's what was going on. Mm-hmm. But, but I understand, you know, since I'm learning golf as we go and mm-hmm. I'm learning all the etiquette and, and, you know, how to play with the breakfast ball and the gallery ball. <laughs> gallery ball comes into play. I tell <laughs> you. I, need I tell those. you. I need that. Um, but it's just, uh, it's almost like there's a bunch of unwritten rules, probably just like baseball. Oh, yeah. You know, you can't celebrate too much. Can't do certain Correct. things. You got to be a gentleman. Yep. Gentleman's game. Yeah. Yeah. Tuck your shirt in, you know. Tuck your shirt in. <laughs> the biggest thing, so playing in scrambles like i understand when you want to you want to see the line for the player in front of you you want to see that well if i'm the last guy there's no reason for you to be behind me Mm. and if you're gonna be behind me just stand still it's totally fine okay there's times where i'm about to hit and then like the guy will walk right right behind me as i'm like swinging which is just don't move like you can stand there just don't don't move yeah and it also bothers me when people say oh every other sport People are screaming and yelling. Well, imagine like shooting a free throw and it was dead silence, yep. like a golf shot. Mm-hmm. And then some somebody just screams right <laughs> when you're about to shoot. It's going to be a problem. It's not yeah. just white noise. Yeah. If golf was always white noise, wouldn't it be a problem? Yeah, true, true. But it's, it's real distracting, you know, when you're on the mound struggling and you're at a minor league stadium where there's 13 people <laughs> and there's one person that yells out, Percy, don't wait on the manager. Take yourself out. And you can hear it really clear. <laughs> you didn't hear that. I heard it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Where, the, do you remember where it was? Yeah, I was in Clearwater, Florida. I was on the struggle bus. I was on the struggle bus and I don't, I think I might've shared it on, on the show before, but I'm not sure. But yeah. So when it's really quiet and all of a sudden you hear something out of the blue, it's very distracting. Yeah. And it's part of my job to, to block that out. But like you said, when it's just, "Mm, we're at a minor league game, it's, it's really hot in Florida. It's, you know, people are just. They don't want to talk. That's mm-hmm. how hot it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this guy is just tired of seeing me suck it up. So he's like, "Get out of the game, please. Let's get this over with." So did you react? <clears throat> no, I did not react. I reacted by throwing another ball. 
<laughs> reacted by continuing to suck. Yes. And then it even got bad where one time, I think I shared this too, one of my teammates, I'm not going to name his name, but it, you know, I, it's one of those moments where I feel like excruciating embarrassment pain for mm. other people. I don't really get embarrassed. I do get upset and feelings hurt when I suck and people let me know. But <clears throat> yeah, this guy was, we we're playing in Bradenton, Florida against the Pirates and their fans started counting the number of balls he was throwing in a row. Oh. I think it got up to like 13 or 14. Oh, my gosh. And it's just a whole crowd. Oh. 12, 13. Oh. I'm just like, oh. oh. that's bad. Yeah, it was it was highly unfortunate. Kudos to the crowd. <laughs> that's pretty impressive. <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, it was clever. And it aided their team. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he kept throwing those balls, and yeah. uh, they they were scoring. But uh, but yeah, so it's what you 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 made a good point. We'll just you know we'll stop piling on myself and uh, <laughs> in baseball. We'll get back to golf. And I do realize that I do that. I'm very still. And one of my friends he notices when I'm getting a little frustrated, and he does that because I laugh. Most people, who, oh, yeah. you know. I'll be in the back stri- like backstroke of my putt, and he'll make a fart sound. And I'm like, oh. Like. <laughs> and, he, you know, I start laughing. Most people probably yeah. wouldn't find that funny. Yeah. But now that I'm a great putter since you taught me, I might get mad now. Yeah, exactly. Before, That's I wasn't new. I knew I was going to make it anyway. So. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. But, uh, you know, maybe, you know, we can get into some more unwritten rules. Uh-huh. Uh, but I just want to get your opinion yeah. on all that stuff. And- yeah. I mean... I saw the videos of them celebrating everything, which is great. Like, yeah. good for them. And honestly, like, I've read a couple things about how, like, Bryson was a, a snub. And I, didn't, uh, I don't really pay attention to LIV and everything. But I guess he won two out of the last three LIV events. One time he shot 58. Wow. But Zach Johnson didn't think of putting him on the team just because he wasn't in the top 20 or 30 of Ryder Cup points. Uh, I guess Zach Johnson only looked at the top 20 or 30 Ryder Cup points and – which is why Brooks Kepka's on the team because he's LIV guy. Yeah. But he did well in the majors. So he almost qualified, got enough points through the uh, majors. Okay, okay, okay. And because then, if you're if you're competing in the, the LIV golf. There's no points yeah, towards the Ryder points, Cup. Yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. That, that's all an interesting thing, too, that we'll yeah. have to get into. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a, it's just a strange dynamic. I don't think the Europeans really paid attention to yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, if you're good, you're on the team. Yeah, like, true. Pretty much what it was. Yeah. As, as how it should be. But, as how it should be. But, yeah, but no, I'm glad we got something in that. But there's another current event I wanted to ask you about that I didn't know until you just walked in here. Hmm. You did something that I've yet to do that I probably won't do in my life. And uh, <laughs> it was what? On hole eight at Black and Gold Golf, or, golf Course? Yes, sir. At so Black what, and happened, Gold. what happened at hole eight? Oh, we made it. Par three, 185 yards. So it's really funny. <laughs> we made it a par three. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> we got to this par three. 185 yards, and what club is that for you? It should be a seven. Okay, but I went to grab my seven out of my bag, and I didn't see it in my bag. I'm like, oh my gosh! I'd left it in my trunk because the day before, okay. went down to Willie's, was hitting golf balls with my dad, and I just take one club. Well, I never put it back in my bag. I just threw it in the trunk. Mm. So I'm already disappointed. <laughs> so I get up on the tee and. The sun, it was in the morning, so you couldn't see anything. You're just looking at the sun. So I was like, oh, I'll chip, I'll chippy, chip a six iron. I chipped it. I was going right at the flag. All right, we'll find out where it's at. We drive up to the green, super disappointed, don't see a ball in the green. I'm like, oh, I must have went over. Walking up, we see a pitch mark next to the hole. And I was like, oh. Uh. My buddy, 
walks up, looks in. Oh my gosh, it's in! (laughs) (laughs) That's not your first one, is it? Number five. Oh wow, that must be nice. Yeah, (laughs) number five. That's what's up. I mean, I guess I'll ask you how your first one was because the fifth one you're like (laughs) seventh grade. Oh wow! It was the uh, Kenny Novak Invitational. It's a Northeast Ohio. So Kenny Novak was like a junior tour back in the day. Yeah. So this is competition. This is oh competition. All my hole in ones have been like. There's been a story behind it, okay. which is kind of cool. Okay. So I'm in seventh grade, and we get to this par three. It's the second hole of the day. It's 153 yards. The pin is, like, tucked behind a bunker at Walden Country Club okay. up in Aurora. So I hit the seven iron, hit a little skinny, groove low. Let's go on at the flag. Like, All right, well, we'll find out where it's at. And then the group walking off the green, one of the kids goes, Whoa. And I'm like, oh, I might have like been, been close, might have yeah. hit the pin, who knows. So we're walking up and walk in and I don't see a ball next to the hole. So I start looking like back in the rough, we're all looking, like don't see a ball. I'm like, oh my gosh, I thought I had a good shot. I'm going to have a lost ball. I don't even know where it's at. <laughs> so I think it was my, I think it was my dad. He said, why don't you look in the hole? I went up and looked, and there it was, right in, oh right in the hole. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I went in. <laughs> well, see, now we always have that. We always, you know, oh, maybe it's in. <laughs> like, joking, obviously. Yeah. I, I know it's not in there. The, the two shots out of my 5,000 that I've taken are in line with the pin, and they always go over. But I'm like, go I in. hit it, and I'm like, <gasps> this is it. Yeah. This is the one. And then you see it bounce over the green. I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so we but, get to the, got to the next hole. I was about to tee off, and my dad goes, wait. Give me that ball. <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so he saved the ball. <laughs> oh my that was now, probably the hardest shot to ever hit because my heart rates are like 150 because I'm just super pumped about this hole in one. And then the next hole, you still got to like compose uh, yourself yeah. and still swing. Oh, my gosh. Do they do like cool stuff? Like, I know baseball, my first strikeout, they decorated the ball up and gave it back to me in a case. Oh, really? Yeah. Like up the major level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. The hole in ones, like, I feel like I don't care where you are at what point and what level you're at. It's not like you're competing against somebody else. You're just correct competing yeah. against the course. Correct. So if you're hole in one, you should, like, like I know a golf ball is a little bit smaller, but you should be able to do something, right? So I thought, I thought Titleist did something if you had a hole in one with their golf ball. Oh, okay. We'll have to look into that. We'll have to look into that. And every hole in one I've had has been a Titleist golf ball. Mm, okay. Because I've been playing Titleist since I was like in sixth grade. Huh. Yeah, I don't even know what I play yet, but. Whatever ball you find in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I play. That's what I play. That's how I play golf. This yeah. one looks clean. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take this one. That's exactly because I've probably hit mine, lost it, and then I, oh, this must be mine. Uh, it's not, but we'll take I it. I am playing a nitro. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with nitro. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that. Don't be like me, you know, calling out Taco Bell on a live <laughs> TV pro- broadcast. It was awful. I love Taco Bell. I eat Taco Bell. I eat all of the, uh, the fast foods in the whole world. Um, <laughs> Baja Blast, you can't. <laughs> I don't do Mountain Dew, though. I'm done with what? Mountain Dew. Yeah, it's bad. Bad for your health. Uh, not, I'm only, health, only healthy. I only had chocolate 30 minutes before this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but, uh, but no, yeah. You know, obviously. Ah. I got to, you know, reel me back in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to t- talk about, you know, obviously holes and ones are cool, whatever. Dwayne Wade just had one. <sighs> at at Pebble. Pebble, yeah. And he, Twerp. Yeah. Gosh. My buddy texted me and said, save some for the rest of us. Because Steph Curry had a hole in one. We're like, these guys. Well, Steph Curry's actually good. Dwayne Wade is just like. 
<laughs> looks yeah. so weird. He's so yeah. tall. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, but good for him. Good for yeah, him. Yeah, good for him. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so U.S. Open. I mean, that's. Yeah. It's probably fun to compete in the U.S. Open. And it was all right. Yeah. <laughs> you probably, you know. No, it was There were some fans out. there. You know, yeah. It was, yeah. It was probably cool. But uh, I'm trying to think of, you know, obviously we were at a, a breakfast and you're sharing with me mm-hmm. all the, you know, the feels and how it was going on. And you were receiving some people yelling at you too, but it was like positive, not like the guy telling me to get out of the game. <laughs> they might not have known your name. But there were some funny ones. There was some good ones. <laughs> there was some good ones. So uh, the final round, I played with Ernie Els. And the final round at a major was just, the crowd was in, intense. And like we're, I'm in 45th place. Like I'm not in contention or anything. Yeah. But playing with Ernie Els, and I think at the time that was Ernie Els' last U.S. Open. Oh, wow. So people are trying to see him and get views. And here I am walking with him, and he's the nicest guy. That's awesome. I mean, so I played with Webb Simpson on Saturday, and he was super nice guy. Talked about life and just our faith walk. And it oh, was just Oh, so you get to, you awesome. got to get to hang out with the, oh, yeah. the people you're playing. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you have four and a half hours, and you're only playing twosomes. Uh, so you're just walking side by side for four and a half hours. And Ernie, Ernie was awesome. That's awesome. And we're walking um, from nine to 10 and like the crowd, like you're walking through a tunnel and the crowd's like over, over you. And me and Ernie are walking beside each other, just chit chatting. and everyone's yelling, yeah, let's go Ernie. Let's go big easy. And I'm like, yeah, he's, he's so cool. Like, yeah. This is great. <laughs> and someone goes, and the other guy, <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a wave. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. That's me. <laughs> The other guy. And the other guy. That's what's up. That's hilarious. And then on uh, Saturday, so they came out with an article on Friday. Like your life story or just like kind of yeah, life story? Because a couple months prior, I was actually working midnights at UPS. Hey, let's yeah. go. Yeah. I, did uh, that, I did that too once in a time. That's what we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so... Um, they come out with this article. Like, Hold on, I gotta say this, kids. If you want to be a professional athlete, you gotta work at UPS. Yes, <laughs> two for two. <laughs> Sorry, it's true. Late nights, late night shifts. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, late nights. Like oh, I gotta make some cash somehow. Yep, that's true. So uh, they came out with this article, I was telling them what I was doing, and so you're walking. So Thursday and Friday, not a whole lot of people watched you because. You're playing with a bunch of, like, I was a no-namer and two other guys that are no-namers. One of them, Sahith Thagala. He's on tour now. Okay. I mean, one of the best in the world. That's what's up. I didn't realize at the time he was 19 in college and one of the best amateurs in the world. Okay. He was just super cool. It's like, oh, you're a great dude. Well, here he is now just just <laughs> killing it. Like, Sweet. <laughs> yeah, good for you, man. <laughs> so, yeah, Thursday, Friday, not a whole lot of people. We wake up, sat, play Saturday, and I'm playing played with Webb Simpson. And it was crowded. Mm. Early in the morning, it was still crowded. And we're walking down the fairway, and someone yells, Hey, Tyler, deliver my package. <laughs> I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I looked at my caddy. Like, I didn't even acknowledge that package. one. Like, that was weird. Like, I'm not going to acknowledge that. <laughs> no, I think that's probably the best decision. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> deliver it's my like, package. Uh, Love it. Right. <laughs> I don't work at UPS anymore. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> With the US Open, man. We yeah. 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 But, uh, but that's pretty, I mean, to be in that situation and to even have that happen is pretty cool, but yeah, yeah. So um, 
I only qualified. I was a first alternate. So I actually didn't, I wasn't in the field right away. Okay. So I was actually the only guy, I think I was the only guy in the world that year that had to go to the local qualifier and the sectional qualifier. So the U S open to qualify, you have basically two stages, local qualifier, sectional qualifier, but most of the guys they're exempt from the local stage and they go straight to the sectional qualifier. Okay. And those are guys that are outside of the top 50 in the world. They go, they have to go to the sectional qualifier because they only take a top 50 in the world. And then guys that are like have tour status, like, I don't know. Mini- and you didn't have tour status. I did not. Uh-uh. So I had to go to the local qualifier. I think I finished second there. Where was that at? Um, Kinsale okay. country club in Columbus. Oh, okay. Um, and then went to, the sectional qualifier in uh, Springfield down in Dayton, Springfield Country Club. And I think I shot, I think I shot 64 the first round, or 66, something like that, the first round. And I'm, I think, tied for third. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> might, be going, might be going to the US Open. Hey, let's get it. So it was, uh, you had to play 36 holes, the first 18, it was tied for, tied for third or something. And then, um, I shoot, I think 68, the second round. I'm like, God, I played great. Like that was, that was awesome. Come to find out I got beat by one shot. A guy, Ryan Brem, he's on tour. I think he shot 32 on the back nine, 31 on the back nine. Dang. Kicked me out by one shot. So I was like, oh, I was so close to the US Open. Yeah. Like, God dang. I bet so, that's, yeah, that's probably devastating. And it, then- it, it was devastating but, but i was you also know, like i was well. like i played well yeah. like it was close like yeah. i did so we went to rallies and me and my caddy uh that sounds so good right now oh <laughs> you eat healthy you don't want that <laughs> yeah, stuff it's true, it's true. yeah 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 healthy <laughs> we went to rallies i was i had a cheeseburger and a milkshake mm. and i'm just not even paying attention and then my caddy goes i think you're in a playoff i'm like for what he goes the first alternate spot i'm like oh my gosh i i if he didn't look at his phone to see how it was in a playoff, I don't think you I'd be so <laughs> <laughs> I was at rallies eating food. Shout out to the caddy. Garrison Miles, my man. <laughs> Appreciate you. College buddy, college golfer. Really? Yeah. Oh, one of my best buddies. Oh, yeah. that's what's yeah. up. So, uh, yeah, we do the playoff, and I, um, it's me and Doug Gim, and I have no idea who this kid is. Does Turn- he know who you are? No. <laughs> He's the number one amateur in the world. Mm. And he plays at Texas. Well, I, re- I remember shaking his hand like, hey, I'm Tyler. He goes, hey, I'm Doug. And I remember shaking his hand. I was like, oh, my gosh. You got no chance. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, what was giving you? Oh, because you didn't know who he was. No clue. And, but you just had that. You already had confidence, though. You were just. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he was smaller than me. Oh, and okay. his handshake just was like. Uh, you hadn't learned give that Give me the dead Yeah. <laughs> And that's need, I, need a good firm handshake. Yeah, good, and look me in the eye, and he didn't do either. Uh, I'm like, I'm like you had no chance. Yeah. So we both parred the uh, first hole, and then I birdied the second hole and took it to him. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah. You're like, all right, I'm the first alternate. Yep. But then, but you were the first alternate. But then there was a playoff, which means so that that playoff spot was the fir- for the first alternate okay, spot. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. And so when I got done, I was still like, oh. I'm, Who's going to drop out of the U.S. Open? Like, there's no way I'm going in. Well, the tournament director or the director of player relations called me, and he said, hey, the USGA allots six spots 
each year for alternates. Your location was ranked fourth in the world. So you're fourth out of the top six. So you're, I can't officially tell you that you're going to be in the U.S. Open, but you're going to be in the U.S. Oh, Open. Shoot. And I was like, oh. Let's go back to Raleigh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he called me. He said, I'll call you right after the week before. I think, uh, I forget which tournament it was. I think it was in Memphis. But he said, once that tournament's over, we'll have the field set, and I'll call you if you're in or not. Whoa. Well, that Sunday, Garrison and I, we were heading up to Aaron Hills in Wisconsin. And, wow. uh, yeah, my, I think a couple people were asking, like, oh, who are you going to have caddy for you? And I asked Garrison. I was like, well, you caddied for me at the locals, the sectionals. You just want to keep it rolling? He goes, absolutely. Yeah, I was about to so, say. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, I didn't know if that was, like, you know, how women's hairdressers are. You got to stay loyal or. Oh, know. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I was about to say, yeah, Garrison, I know, but... <laughs> I like you, but... Nah. Yeah, not that much. No. <laughs> but not that much. <laughs> but that's awesome, man. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, competing at that level, was it... Did you carry that confidence into the U.S. Open, or were you just like, hey, you know, I'm here, I want to have fun? So... Or were you like, I'm going to win this thing? I definitely had... Um, I had confidence, but I also set realistic expectations. Um trying to give myself grace in certain situations. And like, this is my first time. And, but I also know that my game is set up for long, hard golf courses where I hit it far, like just speed. And I remember playing in the practice rounds. Um, Mike Emery, who was my swing coach at the time, he's been at US Opens before. And he was actually, the year prior, one of my college teammates, Richie Schembechler, he qualified for the US Open at Oakmont. So Mike Emery caddied for Richie at this U.S. Open. The very next year, Mike is at the U.S. Open with me. So he's kind of telling me all the nuances and told me to get there early. He goes, they're going to give you a Lexus. I was like, we get a Lexus for the week? He goes, yeah, just show up, give him your car. So I roll up in like a Mazda 6 and just <laughs> take my Lexus. <laughs> so right, your car number 21, here you go. Oh, get the keys. Dude. It's this Lexus SUV. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is awesome. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, yeah. So this is stuff I didn't know. I'm glad you're. Yeah. And then when you sign up for practice rounds, I had no idea how signing up for practice rounds work. Well, you look at this computer screen and you see like the T the T sheet and you see where everyone had signed up to play. So you see everyone's name. And he said, you need to make sure you play with the biggest names possible so you can get used to playing in front of them and playing oh, in front yeah. of a crowd. That's smart. I'm like Hey, it was good to have right. Mike there. Oh, huh? my gosh. Dang. It was awesome. So I get to the computer screen. I'm looking at all these big names. I'm like, I just can't believe I'm in the same field as them, <laughs> let alone trying to play with them. And I see one spot open. It's uh, Matt Kuchar, Gary Woodland, and Ryan Palmer. Okay. Who are just, they're, they're great, great golfers. So we get to the first tee, and I nervous as heck that this is the most nervous i was throughout the whole week was it the butterfly nervous or like butterfly nervous yeah, and thank god the, the tee that we teed off number 10 you could land three planes in the fairway okay. i mean it was <laughs> so wide and i'm just i hit it i thankful i hit the ball but i hit my missed my target by 30 yards but i was still in the middle of the fairway <laughs> and playing not so we played nine holes and playing with them it really settled me down and i was like I can play with these guys. Yeah, they're human. Yeah. They they're just, on, yeah, they, yeah, they're human. Yeah. And we had good conversation. I was just like, 
And then we warmed up afterwards. I was warming up on the driving range with um, Dustin Johnson was right beside me hitting Who's balls. That? No, I'm yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some LIV guy. I don't, know, don't know him anymore. Anymore. <laughs> Watching him hit, it's like he's good, obviously. Yeah. But it like settled you down, like knowing like I can play with these guys. Yeah, he's not hitting at six hundred yards. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and that's a good like uh, like lesson or just a good moment to share with, you know, people and, you know, maybe there's a young golfer or a young baseball player, whatever it is, young athlete, doesn't even have to be an athlete technically, but it just shows you that, you know, I think it's actually good to have the little butterflies. Oh. Oh, I yeah. didn't get them that often, which I always thought something was wrong with me because I got them like early on, like in high school and then. Later in my career, I didn't really get it in high school. And then when I got to college, got it college football at the beginning. I'm like, oh, this yeah, is college uh-huh. football. And then I, I didn't really play much, so I couldn't really tell you if I <laughs> got a couple snaps. Um, one incomplete pass in my whole college football career. And then ba- – That's pretty good. <laughs> it was pass interference. They should have called <laughs> But um, <laughs> But uh, – and then when I went and played college baseball, it was more like there was no kind of pressure about it, which I think was – you know, a lot of the peers I got drafted with, they were like, you know, thinking about the draft the whole time. Yeah. And I didn't think I was even going to be draft material. I was just out there playing. Yeah. And I think that all helped me. But then when I got to pro ball, that's when I was like, oh, well, I will say draft night. I thought I was going to go first round. Okay. And yeah. I had, those were the, like, I want to say the worst or best case of butterflies I've ever had in my life. When they were, because the Red Sox told me they were going to get me a 39. I was just like, oh, boy. I was like, are they going to say my man? No, they're not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just glad I didn't have like a big draft party. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Well, we didn't do that, but it's it's just a good thing to realize like, hey, look, do not put all this extra. I love the the phrase you said, give yourself grace. Mm -hmm. Don't put all this unnecessary pressure and expectation on yourself because, you know, it's your first time. You got to really be realistic and Correct. You still want to win and Correct. perform. Yes. But I think the best way to put yourself in that performance is to accept the challenge and be like, let's go. I'm, yes. I'm ready for this. You know, I'm not expected to be, you know, finish at the top, uh, but I'm going to use mm-hmm. that to my advantage and go. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Hey, absolutely. And that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, um, is there any, is there any things that you thought, were going to happen that didn't happen? Did you feel like... That week? Yeah, like just mm-hmm. with the U.S. Open experience, mm-hmm. did you feel like a magic carpet was going to pick you up or something? <laughs> <laughs> so that week was... So prior to that, I had struggled. I don't know if you wrestled with this, but I had struggled with turning my brain off. And I... And I we talked about this briefly, yeah, yeah. but... Uh, Prior to that, I was always just focusing on like, okay, what am I going to do in this hole? What am I going to do in this hole? What if I do this with my golf swing? What if I do this with my putting? What if I trying to solve the problem as opposed to just focusing on the task at hand? It is what it is. Go to sleep. You'll figure it out the next day. Yeah. And, but that week I was, I was at peace, was totally comfortable. Like I slept great. I wasn't nervous. Like sleeping like the night before, like going to sleep Wednesday night, teen off Thursday morning. Like you're in, you're in the U.S. Open. Never, never felt that. No, that's, I mean, that's great. But then also like, are you, what's wrong with Yeah, you? what's wrong? Like, because <laughs> leading up to the, me just getting called up, the Indians, I feel like we're kind of playing with my emotions and I couldn't sleep for like two weeks. I was literally f- almost falling asleep the night I was, got called up to Cleveland, August 31st <laughs> in the bullpen, looking at Andrew Miller. 
And I'm just like, where's that chocolate? Oh, this game was good. <laughs> but that all changed when they said Percy get warm. I was like, oh gosh, I am I am warm. <laughs> Let's go. I am warm. <laughs> that probably terrible echo, but and I forgot we got this brown stuff behind us. Guys, can you block that out? No, I'm just, it's just making me sick. No. <laughs> Nick Chubb, though. All right, Nick Chubb is a good yeah, dude. You just need to change yeah. the colors from to black and, and you know, black and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> yeah, squirrel. Um, squirrel. I just saw the color of poop at Adam the Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. I like the color of poop. I'm Honestly, <laughs> though, let's talk about this. The Steelers, they get so lucky with the referees. I'm just going to tell you, Mike Tomlin... No, we're not going to apologize for winning. No, you don't have to. Apologize. <laughs> you got to apologize. I love, I love what he said. He said so many things, but but just saying so little. <laughs> that like we didn't earn that vehicle or that victory. But every game now we're going to take it. Admittedly, I watch two Steeler games every year. Yeah, two Browns against exactly. Browns. Yeah, yeah. I expect that we're going. I'm expected we're going to lose first. All right, I'll let you talk. I'm sorry. Steelers won, but go ahead. <laughs> There's no way. Last year, you guys went 500 or something. Yep. I went back to the stats the last, last 10 years <laughs> about penalty yards for the teams. Steelers are always near the top. We're the most disciplined, and teams don't know how to act against Oh, us. come on. There's no way. Josh is itching behind their life. <laughs> There's no way. I think Bottlegate is still what's affecting the Browns. <laughs> I mean, I will say, the, there, obviously, there was a pass interference at the end of that game this year. but <laughs> That's not even the worst of it. <laughs> The whole thing. The whole thing. Miles Garrett gets held every play. TJ Watt's good, though. Yeah, I was about to say. He's really good. Yeah, but Miles Garrett, he's cheating. He's, so is Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, you but. You think that hit was dirty? What hit? On no, Nick Chubb? No. You don't think so? No. Nah. Yeah, absolutely. It was dirty. How's it dirty? <laughs> it's mid-play. It's not like he, the Travis Hunter hit. He looked at him, and he could have. He was getting Nick Chubb was getting tackled, right? Have you seen Nick Chubb try to get tackled? You never know this dude is down until he's at, you, you got to hear the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> he squats a thousand pounds. Why would he go for his knee? Go for the ankle. <laughs> Are you serious? I mean, I've never tried to tackle I'm anybody. To say, so. <laughs> I've tried to tackle someone. And to be honest, when I try to tackle someone, I close my eyes. So <laughs> I don't know where I'm at. I don't think my eyes are like, I'm going for the knee. <laughs> But I'll have to watch it back. I'll, I'll give you guys the benefit of the doubt. I don't think Minka's a dirty player. I just think, it, it, you know, being held up the way he was and how it all went down, it looked worse than what it actually was, I think, in my opinion. I don't think, because at first, yeah. the first one I saw it live, I didn't think nothing of it. Correct. And then I saw his teammates try to help him up, and he was like, no. And I was like, okay, something's wrong because Nick Chubb's not getting it. Exactly. And then I saw the replay and I was like, whoa, I'm glad they didn't show it. I went went right to the internet. Yeah. (laughs) I turned everything off. Everyone was texting me the picture. I'm like, I don't want to see that. Yeah, it reminded me of Willis McGahee. Yes, yeah. And I was just like, oh. Uh, I saw that live. What was that, 2002? Yeah, 2002 National (sighs) Championship. When Ohio State got handed that game, too. (laughs) It's true. We'll take it. It was a pass interference. Yeah. It was we'll it Chris Gamble got yeah. pass interference? We'll take it. Yeah. We'll take it. But anyways, golf. We're back. No, I'm just- yeah. yeah, we're back. <laughs> we're back. Mm-hmm. Go Steelers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we were talking about misconceptions or things, maybe expectations of, you know, golf at that level mm-hmm. and what it's like. I know you talked about playing against certain people and mm-hmm. doing the practice round with them and how it kind of puts you at ease. But, you know... I guess I would say most people assume certain things about 
Oh, when you're playing at that level. Obviously, you got a Lexus. That was cool. That was that was really cool. That was the first car I bought when I got drafted, but I bought a used one. You know, <laughs> semi-responsible. Um, smart smart purchase. Yes, yes. Never buy new. Yeah, it was an old couple. You know, They only had 8,000 miles on it. It was two oh, years old, but 8,000 miles. Yeah. 8,000 yeah. miles used. So we, we bottled that one up. I was like, I'll take that. Um, but uh, but just if there's you, – could you think of anything that, you know, someone like me who doesn't know anything about golf, who doesn't watch the Ryder Cup – and uh, all the op- the opens and you know the masters and I- mm-hmm. I'm starting to watch I'm starting to tune in but my whole mm-hmm. life I've never I used to like how do people watch golf <laughs> but I never golfed so then once yeah. I started golf I'm like uh this obviously. is watch it yeah yeah <laughs> but um and I never admired I just thought golf was for a select few I thought one you had to be rich two you had to be outrageously talented to just uh-huh. pick up a golf club uh-huh. like, why would i pick up a golf club i can only throw like i can't hit i couldn't even play i can't even play like a position at high school baseball like i didn't even hit high school i only pitched really um bircher uh <laughs> my coach would let me hit i think i had like 10 at bats had like two home runs eight strikeouts <laughs> wow <laughs> swinging for the fences yeah yeah i make contact it's gone yeah of course <laughs> uh, you know i'm a big human being <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But um, but no, like I know there there's got to be something out there that's maybe you were thinking of, and you're just like, okay, it was disappointing, or the other way, like, oh, I didn't expect this to this. happen. Yeah, was there something else besides Alexis? <laughs> <laughs> so, <sighs> wasn't like a bowl game where you get all these gifts, like a PS5 no. and all that. Stuff. <laughs> Nothing like that. We did get so we did get uh, certain DM gifts, and oh, you got gifts? Uh, yeah, they gave us US Open gifts, and then actually. This was surprising. So shout out to Mike Emery again. Okay. He said that if you are using a Scotty Cameron and Tyler's guys see it. That's a putter for my audience. Oh, yeah. It's a putter. <laughs> high I, dollar, high dollar putter. Yeah, high dollar. <laughs> they said that if, if they see that, they're going to bring you back to the tour van and they'll build you one. Wow. So I'm like, he's like, do you have a Scotty? I'm like, oh, yeah. What about people that off the street? If you bring a Scotty, if you bring a Scotty, nah, okay. you got to be at the U.S. Open on the putting green, warming up. <laughs> so I'm warming up, putting, and with the Scotty that I haven't used since like 2000, 2011. You were just using it because of that reason. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and this is 2017, so it's been six years since I touched this putter. <laughs> Well, they said, oh, uh, yeah, come back, come back here. Let's build one. So my mind, like, and they, they put on the bottom of it, it's called a tour rat. And that's like a, a, a tour exclusive putter. And on the grip, on the end of it, it says for tour, tour use only. It's circle T, tour rat. Dang. It's, yeah, tour use only. It's legit. And I'm like, there's no way I'm using, I'm switching putters the week yeah. of the U.S. Open. Like, your putter, that, that's your baby. Like, yeah. that, I'm not switching. Well, then I get the putter in my hand. I get on the putting green. Make, 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 make. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm switching putters. (laughs) So they said, okay, if you use it during the tournament, we're going to give you this exclusive U.S. Open head cover. And I'm like, all right, right, cool. Let's Let's throw it in the bag. (laughs) They give you this head cover, and it is a a, a putter head cover, but it's a cow, black and white, like cow with the nose, and then a bell, and it says 2017 U.S. Open Aaron Hills on the side. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Got to do it. And then they gave me a couple of their head covers and stuff. But, yeah, that week up? went into every tour van and took everything I could. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Garrison. He was logging around like 18 clubs. I'm, like, 
I'm going to soak this that's up. That's what I would do. That's, <laughs> I walked into a new clubhouse. <laughs> yeah. I became best friends with the equipment manager. Take and I was like, hey, man, you know, I, I got you whatever you need. You got me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> yes, yes. It, it, it's always it's always smart to do that. But Yes. So that was that was cool. Um, but I, everyone was so nice. And I'm sure you experienced that, too. Like once you got to tour, like got to that level. Well, I, I didn't expect anyone to be nice. I was surprised I. everybody on the on the Cleveland's team. I was like, what welcoming the heck is this. Yeah. That's what the same thing out there was. And so actually funny story, not funny, sad. <laughs> so you would sign up to play for the practice rounds like I talked about. Yep. There was one foursome. It was, or there was a threesome at the time. It was Jason Day, Adam Scott, and then, uh, God, I can't, it was another Aussie, and I can't remember who it was. Okay. The two big ones, Jason Day, Adam Scott, and I was like, oh, I can be the fourth one. I'm going to play with Jason Day and Adam Scott. This is going to be awesome. So sign up. Cool. Get to the first tee. We're standing there. And there's a guy that's going to announce the grouping. And now on the tee, Jason Day, Adam Scott, Tyler Light. Well, before the guy announces, another guy comes up. His name's Wade Ornsby. Name? Some, some Australian, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, they all tee off right away. Bang, bang. All four of them tee off and they just go. And I'm stuck there like. <laughs> so Jason Day's caddy comes up to me. He goes, hey, aren't you supposed to be playing with us? I said, well, yeah, but that's okay. Like, you guys go ahead. I'm fine. He goes, no, Jason was looking forward to playing with you. Like, we need to play. You need to raise hell, do something. I was like, I, I'm, I'm good. I can't be doing that. Yeah, I'm good with just, <laughs> like, I could have just been pulled out of the crowd. Like, yeah. I'm good. I'm fine. He goes, oh, don't. Oh, he, so he starts walking away. He goes, don't worry. We're going to take care of you. We'll see you afterwards. We'll take care of you. I never, no, I was about never to saw say him no. again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah. <laughs> never uh, saw him. Yeah, I had one of those moments too. Like, Did you? Yeah, we're like, I mean, not like the same situation, but it ended with someone saying, oh, I'll take care of I you. Got don't you. worry. No. No. <laughs> Francisco Lindor or something. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. Lindor was pretty nice. And okay. I helped him with it. He had a phone situation and I was the nerd, so I helped him. <laughs> he had a, a Galaxy Note 7 at the time. They were blown up, so he couldn't take oh. his phone on the plane when we are traveling the game. So he, he had to go iPhone. But uh, I think he was out. sponsored by Samsung, too, so it's kind of oh. weird. But um, hmm. uh, he's no longer sponsored by Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, I kind of wanted to, you know, I guess tease a little something we're mm-hmm. doing. But I want to get to this question first before we close. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm going to mix these together. So, you know, what does it really take to become a stretch golfer in your opinion? So, like, how many hours oh, of dedicated, wow. intentional practice does it take? For someone like me. your skill level. Yes. Shooting 90s, right? Hundreds? Yes. Hundreds. All right. <laughs> One, so... And you got to account for the practice time that's not actually dedicated, like, focused, you know? Because I'm going to try to have that, but you yeah. can't guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, I know you've been playing since you are what? Three? Four. four? Yeah, first nine holes when I was four. Okay. So when I grew up, my dad told me, just hit as far as possible and we'll figure it out later. And that, that worked out. Like, that... For someone like you, or you got power. Like, it's just harnessing it. Patience. And consistency. So, like, when I was given lessons, I would, 
give one lesson and I wouldn't see them again for the next four weeks. Kind of like you and Blake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not getting better? This is bull. <laughs> Pay for one lesson. Give, I should be Give my money now. back. Yeah. It's, it's consistency. I mean, when I was touring, it was eight hours a day. Oh, every wow. day. Okay. Just for practice. Yeah. And, and similar like, to baseball. Yeah. 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 And it would be, I mean, to go from 100 to 90, a lot of it is chipping and putting. You throw a lot of shots away just around the green, just chipping. So if you work on your chipping and putting. Which I think you've already, you've not re- like totally mm-hmm. rectified it, but I'm way more confident and I feel like I can two putt anything. So yeah. now me is getting off the tee box. Exactly. <laughs> but go, but go That's the next one is yeah. don't make triple from the tee box. Because the only time you make big numbers most of the time is from the tee box, which is that was my struggle. I would, I, everything else, every part of the game is pretty solid, but then I would have that one, whoops, that's in the guy's yard. That's out of bounds. I like, hitting, I like hitting the other fairway. That's what I'm, <laughs> I'm good at doing that. The slice is back. No penalty there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, so man. that's, I mean, going from, and then you have, again, patience. So 190 dropping 10 shots like in that area easy 90 to 80 yeah not as easy 80 to 70 oh that's gonna be kind of hard and then 70 like below 70 okay now now you have no room for air yeah i don't expect that to i know i did label the question as a scratch golfer what does that even mean for those out there and possibly me (laughs) (laughs) you you heard of the handicap system yep again Mm -hmm. okay so usga the gin system they go to each golf course and they um basically rank the golf course based off its um, difficulty. So let's say like I'm at um, a super easy course or they say the handicap is uh, let's just call it a 70. Okay. So if you average 72 out there, this is rough because they throw out your low one, they throw out your high one, they do all that stuff. But if you average 72, you're going to be too handicapped. Okay. But if you go to like a hard course, where the course rating is like a 76 and you average a 78, you're also a two handicap. And they do this so that when people come together and try to play competitively, they know, okay, how many shots do I need to give you? How many shots you given me? Just to kind of level the playing field. Yeah, I get 27 right now. (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) So the max is 36. Okay, okay. That's a lot. But your swing is good. I feel like you can get there. Yeah, that's what everyone tells me. My my swing looks good, but we're gonna get there. I you missed the boat when you were playing baseball. Yeah, there's so many years. There's ten years of pro ball that I could have got yeah. there. But Where'd you put that extra time? <clears throat> Video games. <laughs> we haven't played it off. We yeah, no, we haven't. We have. We need to get that together. Yeah, <laughs> get that. You go to bed at eight o'clock. So no, I'm no <laughs> nine. It's <laughs> <Okay>. way different. <laughs> Is it though? No. Uh, yeah. There's so many games that are out there too. But yeah, I, I, I really do regret not getting into golf earlier. But Correct. And not only like because of it being fun, but golf golf opens up avenues everywhere. True. I mean, you can every relationship and even growing up teaches you how to conversation with an adult. Learning how to converse and talk and networking, business deals, all that stuff's out there. Exactly. Networking. And like playing baseball. It's awesome, but are you going to take a potential, I, I don't know, sponsor and go out and play baseball? 
You nah, can pitch at him. That'd be kind of fun. I don't think that would work. <laughs> stand, in the, stand in the batter's box. Let me just bring this heat at you. Yeah, let me chuck 90, see if you like it. Are you comfortable? Are you comfortable? <laughs> you uh, trust me? You trust me? <laughs> I don't trust me. So. But, um, but no, I, I think, you know, you answered that, you know, kind of how I wanted you to. And I just know, you know, for baseball, we played every day, but we also practiced, like, like you yeah, said, yeah. six to eight hours. So, yeah. Um, Time. Yes. I want to end with, you know, something that we're possibly doing. I don't know if we are or going to wait till next year it'd or be what. A blast. It'd be good. <laughs> I know. I think it's, it's a great idea. It'd be good. And you can talk about who came up with the idea, but, you know, we're thinking of doing, you know, golfer versus golfer, golfer versus baseball, <laughs> golfer versus pitcher. <laughs> That'll work. We're, he teaches me how to golf. I teach him how to pitch. And at the end of a allotted amount of time, we'll see who's better. And I know it's a lose-lose for me. If I come out golfing better than he pitches, people are going to be like, he's just a better coach. <laughs> <laughs> and if he comes out pitching better than I golf, they're going to be like, oh, he's just a better athlete. <laughs> Which is not possible. <laughs> but you There's look no the way. part, though. I will say. Uh, I appreciate so it. So we'll see. Thank you. Uh, long, and you got long arms, too. That helps with yeah. too. Terrible at swimming. I've picked up swimming at the Y. Really? I'm a rock. <laughs> Cannot swim. When I hurt myself with Baltimore, I was doing treadmill, water treadmill. Oh. And my buoyancy is just not there. Just not there. <laughs> <laughs> I go down. But pitching, I mean, this long arms would help, right? Yeah. And I grew up playing baseball. I was a pitcher. So you got a little edge on me. Yeah, but we got to come up with minute. how we're going to score this. Obviously, if I'm like, oh, he doesn't throw 95, he's trash. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're not doing yeah. that. Yeah, we're going to find out a way to judge that. But we'll, we'll work on that. But yeah, share. So who came up with the idea? Because you approached me with the idea. Yeah. So uh, Corey O'Connor. Okay. One of my one of my good buddies. All right. He has uh, quite the following on Twitter. Oh, okay. Appreciate and it, Corey. He's a huge Guardians fan. Oh, huge. Okay. And I was telling him, he's like, oh, you did a podcast of purse. Like, that was awesome. Da, da, da. Oh, okay. It's like, what you guys should do, you should coach him. He should coach you and see, yeah. see who wins at the end. Okay. But I'm, I'm, think, I'm trying to think of like, do we set like a baseline where, okay, let's go play nine holes. Okay, you shoot 52. Okay. So that's, that's where we got to be. And I then, wish. Go ahead. <laughs> and then I throw in the gun and it, should, it says... 68. Okay. You're going to throw harder than that. But yeah, we'll, we'll just say 70. What if I take a dive yeah. so that I increase is actually way better? So I'm a better athlete. <laughs> what we're going to do is allow you to warm up first. We're not going to go off your first throw. <laughs> we're going to warm up. That's, speaking of warm up, that was another thing I was going to ask you. How sore am I going to be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to work muscles that uh, just uh, are a little different. <laughs> All right. Well, so I guess I got the advantage there. So you've got advantage of playing baseball before. Mm -hmm. I got the advantage of not needing like rest days. Yeah, you're not. Golf's not going to make you sore. <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, my shoulder. I'll teach you some arm exercises. Okay, too. and ice. Yeah, ice down. I stopped icing icing in 2011. So 2011 to 2018, I didn't ice. Why? Because most people think you must ice, but icing is only necessary if there's inflammation or swelling or anything like that. I guess, oh. Well, there's going to be inflammation, but if there's like visible swelling, that's when you need ice. Ice really doesn't do anything 
if you just have inflammation, oh. you know, it, just exercising, getting blood flow is okay. good for that. That's so what I used enough. to do is run, do arm exercises, oh. and I was good. So it's a lot. I do remember all the pitchers go for a run. Yeah. Like, oh, that sounds miserable. Yeah, I would run about twenty five minutes every time. Oh, yeah, it's fun yeah, times. It's not good. Got to run running poles. It's fun. Yeah, running poles. It was very very boring. <gasps> Forgot to tell you back in the day. Seventh grade home run derby champion in Perry. Whoa. That's pretty impressive because that's Perry, though. That's not. It's a short, fat kid, too. You were a short, fat kid. It's a short, fat kid. We need, we need proof of photos. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is true. If we did get it, Josh is putting it up right now. <laughs> in future, future Josh will put it up. Yeah. Better not be online anywhere. Yeah, editor Josh. <laughs> but, um,. But that's awesome. I I know we're we like we could just keep going. There's so much I want to talk to you about. <laughs> but you know, we touched a lot of the stuff that I wanted mm-hmm. to, you know, touch on and we talked about a lot of the things that I think is important for you to share and get the story about out there about, you know, the US Open and all that. And then also help us, yeah. you know, scrubs with golf tips. <laughs> yeah. But uh I do wanna say, make sure you guys I forgot to say this at the beginning because I was so excited to get into this episode. And I'm a little rusty, if we're being honest. Make sure you like and subscribe. You know, subscribers are above what we need because YouTube just changed the partner program. Now we just need watch time. So go turn on your laptops at work. Just leave it playing in the background the whole time. No, just <laughs> totally, totally fine. Just <laughs> totally that. fine. Just do that. <laughs> no, but if you really want to help out, go to PercyGarner.com, buy some merch. I haven't updated it in a year and a half, but don't worry about it. Let me know feedback or the designs trash. You like them, buy some stuff. Cool. Um, if you are wondering what PUSH stands for, that means pray until something happens. Uh, I love that motto. So, you know, if you buy a shirt, then you got to take on that lifestyle. Uh, <laughs> all about it. All about, all about it. that lifestyle. But thank you, guys. appreciate you always for tuning in. Thank you, Tyler, for joining us Absolutely. once again, man. Thanks for having and me first. Hopefully, we can produce another clip of 300K plus yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe YouTube Shorts if I decide to put it in there like I should. Um, but yeah, until next time, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace. She be on that Henny. I like that Corona. Mm, I love her smell.